to another episode of Church Talks. Um, funny story, if it sounds like I'm lisping, it's because I am. <laughs> I just got braces yesterday, so this is the first podcast recording um, with Kiff with braces. So that's going to be fun. But who better to have on this first episode with braces than my cousin, Brianna, who I was going to say Brianna Ellis, but she is now Brianna Lewis, married to... <laughs> My now also cousin, Jake Lewis. So everybody welcome Bree and Jake to the pod. Hey, yeah. So, yeah, so Bree is, um, she is a school teacher. Jake is a chiropractor. They both um, are recent graduates. Well, they both went to UNCG and, um, and Jake actually just graduated from chiropractic school. Like, um, I don't know, maybe a month ago, if that, yep. something like that. <clears throat> and, exactly a month ago. Exactly a month ago. And um, and you guys were living in just outside of Atlanta for the last couple years, I guess, or I don't know, how two years, three years? Three and a half. Wow. Okay. Yes. While you've been in um, in chiropractic school. Time flies. Jeez. Um, and now you're living back in North Carolina um, towards the coast out in Leland, where you are hopefully going to be um, opening your own chiropractic practice soon. And Bree's a school teacher, loving on some kids, hopefully teaching them more than the average public school student. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So that is my very brief introduction. Um, I want you both now to take like 20 or 30 seconds and brag on the other person. So who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay, Jake, there we go. Well, if I'm going to brag on my wife at all, first of all, she's beautiful. That's a good brag. I'm a lucky man. Um, She is probably the most patient person I've ever met. And to be honest, to be a teacher these days, it takes a lot of patience. So I commend her on all of her patience that she has with those kids. And just seeing her in the classroom, she is so good with the children and like teaching them and just not only teaching them educationally, but also teaching them life lessons. And that's Mm -hmm. what I really like about her a lot is that she's, she's very um, down to earth with everything. And, you know, I just, you know, I commend her on it. I love her. Awesome. All right, Brie, top that. Okay. So I would say that to brag on Jake, Jake is a great leader for our family. Um, We have two dogs, but he's a great dog dad. Um, he just started a job two weeks ago, and he's going into his third week, and he's been um, he's been really nervous about it, but he's shown great leadership already in the job, taking over an office, and so um, I commend him for that. He's very lovable, and he cares a lot for the people that he loves, and I get to be one of those people. Look at that. Now, okay, so Jake, you said that that she is patient, and then you know she believes that you're patient. So, I mean, so do y'all really? Are y'all really that like stressful to where you both need to be patient for each other, like in your living environment? (laughs) (laughs) I 
when she says I'm patient, I would say like I'm more just go with the flow. Right. Inside, I'm I'm not patient, but I I don't I don't show it on the outside as much. No, not at all ever. You know what's funny is that like I don't get to be around you guys much, which is sad. I mean, if you come back into town or if we go to the beach together like we did last summer, which was super fun. Um, but I have both noticed that that yes, you both can be very like easygoing, laid back. Um, and then you can also get irritated, but the y'all get irritated in the most like low key way. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny to watch, but I mean, it's also, it, I don't want to laugh because I can tell that sometimes y'all are really frustrated about things, but it's like, if you don't, if, if you like, if you don't know you guys, then you wouldn't even be able to tell. You would just think that you're like quiet, yeah. which I don't know. Bri, I, I think Jake, I think that you handle your frustration quietly and Brie, I don't think you handle yours too quietly. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, no. We oh, complement no. each other very well in that yes. way. <laughs> I agree. Since being married, he, he's taught me a lot with that. I'm, I'm working on it still. Well, and how <laughs> long have y'all been married? We've been married this September will be three years. So two and a quarter. Yeah. Okay. I know because we're, I think we're still closer to the, we are the last September. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I was looking at the my uh, calendar on my right. phone. Is January. I'm like, well, we just started this year. We did. Well, so y'all are still basically newlyweds. I think yep. like the first five years are considered like newlyweds. Um, and people say that if you last five years in your marriage, then you're much more likely to last 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. That the majority of marriages fail in the first five years, which is terrible when you think about it. But one thing that I love about you guys and that I really believe is going to be what makes y'all stick. Uh, when other things are trying to maybe pull you apart, when other crap gets in the midst of y'all's relationship. Um, but it's that you have put God right in the center of your marriage. And, you know, that I don't know if that was really um, so much of a priority in high school and college of when you were thinking about maybe getting married in the future. But I can tell since you've been together and since you've been married that that has been a huge priority. So what, what would you guys say as far as like, um, I know that you would probably say amen to what I just said, but, but like the difference between the teenage Jake and Brie to the Mm -hmm. now early twenties, mid twenties, um, how has that changed? And like your, your view of who you thought you would marry, who you thought you would be when you're married. Um, what your relationship with God looked like and how you thought that would fit into your married life. Like, how has that changed? Well, we both kind of went through, we kind of had the same path to God, which is kind of funny. We both kind of started out in the church at a young age. And I think, Bree, you went up until high school, right? To church? Yes. I started, me and my family went up until I got to about my freshman year and then we started to not go as much. Um And so when I got to college, it was kind of like freedom. You know, I got to go do whatever I wanted to. And, you know, I I did a lot of things that I shouldn't have. And what's funny is that when me and Bree met, we were both kind of in that same place where we were were distant from God, but we knew that we wanted to be closer. And we eventually started going to church. We actually went to Definition in Greensboro. And that led us closer to God. You know, neither of us really understood what being in relationship with God really meant. We always thought that it was kind of a legalistic mindset where it was like, 
if I can quote the Bible, then I have a good relationship with Jesus. And we realized through not only the education that we got a definition, but also just by going through the Bible and reading it and getting into God's word that, you know, having a relationship with God isn't about quoting Bible verses. It's about walking with him every day in your everyday life. And, um, you know, once we started to get that, then we realized, you know, that's when we really started talking about marriage, actually. And we realized that if we were going to go into this thing, that first of all, it was going to be a choice to love each other every day. But second, that it was for life because that's how God created it. And so, you know, that's kind of how we got into that. Yeah. Good. I would say, kind of like Jake said, we grew up like kind of similar backgrounds. And then, of course, um, not everyone, but most people stray away from church or God, their relationship, um, sadly. But it was it was good for us because we came back at it together and it wasn't like one of the first things that we talked about when we started our relationship but once we got to a place and we knew that that was both what we wanted or yeah what what we needed um it was it was just a good feeling and reflecting back like to now where we are our relationship is so different than how it was when we even started out together in college um our marriage like you said it's it's the way that it is because of god and because that we put him in the center and because jake leads our family so well um so yeah such a gift like y'all y'all have such a gift in each other y'all are a gift to your families because i think that both of you have family members that are needing what y'all have (laughs) like the the priorities the patience the just the the love that you have for each other the love that you have for humanity the work ethic um the passion that you have like for what you believe god's called you to do like people need that and y'all are just a a gift like you're just a gift to everybody that knows you (laughs) so that's me bragging on you guys now yeah, thank you. Um, and so let's talk very briefly about how y'all met, because this is a funny story. I was, when I was thinking about us recording this, I knew this was going to come up. It was going to, it, it has to. Like, we'll <laughs> talk about other things that are like, you know, real more, more important and, you know, whatever. But this is a great story. It's really short, I think. It is. Yeah. <laughs> if you were at our wedding, which you were, but anyone out listening, you definitely heard it. 10 times if not more from everyone who did a speech because everyone thinks it's just hilarious but (laughs) so one night we were out and we were waiting in line at a bar and so Jake was with his friend that I had seen from Instagram before like we followed each other we didn't know each other but also named Jake yeah his name's Jake too but (laughs) I was out with my friends and he was out with his friends and so um I I waved at his friend that I saw from Instagram and he didn't wave back to me, but Jake waved at me. And I, <laughs> I eventually came up to Jake and I said, I wasn't waving at you. I was waving at your friend. <laughs> and so. Yeah, that's Dang. Yeah. Jake, did that just like crush you? <laughs> I honestly was so shocked that she came up to me and said it, but <laughs> I didn't know. Wow. What. 
it was <laughs> it was very funny. But it was it ended up being the perfect thing. Yeah, I know. Like, just there, there are no. I don't believe in coincidences. There are no like, oh, it just kind of like happened that way. Like, no, there something strategic was about that other Joker not waving back. <laughs> All right. Whoever that was, Joker, Jaker, whatever his name was. <laughs> right. Man. All right. So to get into maybe some like deeper things that um, I think that's why people like my podcast. I don't even, maybe people don't like my podcast. Maybe people just listen <laughs> because they're bored or they're curious or they want to like throw stones or something. But from what I've gathered of the people that do enjoy my podcast, um, is they like to know things about people that if you were to just say, like if, if we were to see you guys at a restaurant or at a party, um, we're probably not going to get into like conversation topics that are more than surface level, but on church talks, right? we don't stay at surface level. Like we talk about, we talk about challenges and hardships and um, I mean, all kinds of like even some taboo topics. Uh, I really don't like talking about politics, so we're not going to talk about politics on there. But <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't like that because um, people tend to be more feisty about politics than they do religion. Right. Yeah. Like, we, it's, have, we got no clue. Yeah. We, we wouldn't be, be good for that. We wouldn't be much conversation. <laughs> no. And I, you know, and we won't do that. Um, but as far as like, okay, so we, we've, we've briefly talked about marriage. You guys are still newlyweds. Mm-hmm. And I know you've you've already encountered um, hardships in your marriage, and I mean, I just I, I, we pro- we're not going to talk about this, but I do happen to know that even on like when you got engaged, <laughs> <laughs> yes, even when you just got engaged, it was already like, um, Ro- yeah, it was a little <laughs> rocky, yes. but um. That's hilarious. I don't know. Do we, no, we don't want to talk about that. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, okay. So we, we know that there's hardships and you guys, you, you can, you can say that there are, you know, whatever, but I want to know, um, as far as, you know, with you guys basically meeting in college, college, you're, you're just kind of learning who you are and, and like what you want to do with your life because nobody knows in high school, um, Right. You know, we, we go to college and we choose a major based on, I mean, who knows? Like, we, we, maybe some people, maybe there's a very small percentage of people who just know what they want to do for the rest of their life. And they go to college and they get their degree and they do that career forever. But for the most part, most people really don't know. They start to learn who they are. And then it's in their 30s. They're like, oh, OK, so this is who I am. Right. And y'all haven't gotten there yet, right? Right. Correct. Twenty. <laughs> Yeah, I don't recommend it. Thirties have not been have not been fantastic for me, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, just as far as like your 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 careers, um, you know, getting married freshly out of out of college when you're still trying to figure out who you are as a person, and balancing um, the passions that you have in your career, I want to know what what that looks like. Uh, so, who wants to talk on like the balance between? kind of finding who you are as a person, your work life, your college life, and then also like trying to merge together with another human (laughs) that you want to spend your life with. I think so as far as like, I guess maybe this is how I take the balance that you're talking about when, um, 
we got married, I we had well Jake had already been living in Georgia, and then I moved to Georgia um, to start a job teaching in Georgia, and he was in school, so it was a little different for us because it wasn't like he had a more flexible schedule being in school, and then like I was working from seven to three so we got to spend like a lot of time together um and it was different because like when I started work I didn't think that it would be like this and I'm not sure who invented work I tell people this all the time <laughs> I'm like who invents you getting up and being at work by seven fifteen, which I had a great schedule getting off at two forty-five, but then like you come home you can't clean a little you might cook or go out to eat, and then you get ready for bed and do the same thing all over again. It's just, like, whatever. But um, yeah. I think we had a good, like, we were able to connect, and, like, we were in a new city, in a new state, so we um, were able to adventure and do different things in Georgia, um, which was good. But with those being the positive things, we were in another state away from our families. Like, it takes uh it would take us nine and a half hours to get to jake's family with traffic and then six and a half to get to um eden. yeah eden to visit my family so that was a challenge like we were still newlyweds but like not able to visit our family and then like we were on one income i was teaching which thankfully georgia <laughs> pays their teachers more than North Carolina does, but, um, we were on one income. Um, my brother actually moved down to Georgia to live with us. So that was a new, we only got to live together as newlyweds for two months and then we were living with someone else. Um, so it was, it was hopefully answered your question, but that was, I think it were, it had its positives and its negatives and yeah, we'll see what Jake has to say. Yeah, I agree. I, I you know, I, what Bree said is 100%. The thing, what you asked about passions, I want to go back to that because I can't remember who it was. We, we went to Passion when we were in Georgia, and it was one of the preachers there. I can't remember if it was Louie or if it was Ben or who. And they talked about passions. And at that time, you know, going through chiropractic school, it's not easy. It, there's a lot. And you start to question kind of like, is this really what God has in store for me? Is this what he wanted me to do? And Bree's the same way with teaching. You know, her mm -hmm. first couple of years, she did. She was like, is this really what I want to do? Right. And we went to this sermon. We were both kind of in the same place. And they said, you know, your passions in life, you have work, but your true passions in life is to spread the gospel, to have a relationship with Jesus and to make sure that, you know, you're keeping that right and that you're, enhancing the kingdom and that really was that was the thing that kind of balanced it out for me you know I realized that I wasn't going through life to be a chiropractor like I, I you know I want to help people and I love being a chiropractor and that is a hundred percent what God put me on this earth to do but when it comes down to it my true passion and what I really want to do with my life is enhance the kingdom of God so that when I get up there he says well done my servant great answer just perfect <laughs> encouragement <laughs> from the gallery right. oh love it so yeah um and i think that you i mean you both in your own like individual profession pro 
Oh, here here comes the list. (laughs) Professions. Um, you know, your professions and your passions. Uh, I hope that for most people, their profession is their passion. Right. And, and yet I also know that that's not the case. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people are not living out what they are passionate about. You know, Brie, like you said, who invented work? Like, this is dumb. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I mean, as far as the, like, you know, work itself, I think that, uh, like the Bible says, if you don't work, you don't eat. But I don't think that work needs to be like a nine to five job, a seven to three job, you know, whatever it is. It's not about the the hours putting in, but it's about like, what difference are you making? Um, And with you guys, I think that you are in professions that you are passionate about and that you are making such a difference in humans lives that are literally making them better for the rest of their life. Um, You know, whether it's with chiropractic and and their overall health and making sure that their body is um, as aligned and strong and healthy and their nervous system and their organs and everything is functioning as as optimally as possible. And then with teaching kids, which, you know, your elementary, what grade do you normally teach, Bree? So actually in Georgia, I taught first grade for two and a half years. I was on like the general ed and the special ed side of things, but okay. I don't know if you know this, but um, I applied for a second grade position here in North Carolina when we moved and some things fell through, but the, the principal ended up calling me and she was like, um, things fell through, but, but we really like you and we really want you. Don't say no right away. And she said, we have an art position open. And I was like, art? Art? I've, I've never taught art in my life, but I said, hey, it's a job and I'll take it. So you're going to teach art? I'm teaching art. I start, teaching- <laughs> I start on Friday. Never taught art before in my life, but it, I might end up being an art teacher the rest of my life. This might be my new thing. You know what? <laughs> I think I just gained a whole new respect for you for <laughs> like for taking on a job like being an art teacher. Right. Like wow. Well, I am really excited to um to subscribe to this <laughs> <laughs> this saga that will be um the right. art teaching chronicles of Brianna Lewis. Exactly. So yeah, but no I had not heard that. So that's that's incredible. So yeah. whether you're teaching um first grade students which are you know what about six ish years old Uh or whether you're teaching art to just a slew of elementary age kids it's not so much what you're teaching and I know you know this it's not about the subject it's not about if it's art or if it's math or whatever it's about what are you implementing into these kids souls like how are you affecting their their confidence um you know just speaking life into them encouraging them because I know from when I was a school teacher, a lot of these kids do not get like positive reinforcement at home. Right. And the teachers, a lot of times are the ones really raising the kids because the teachers have the kids like more <laughs> than the parents do. Exactly. So you're getting very good practice right. for your future family. Cause I know that you said that you, you both want kids, right? We right. do. Okay. Sure. I was like, just making sure you hadn't changed your mind. No. <laughs> the the dogs the dogs just don't cut it. Although Dallas and Ranger, shout out to the pups. <laughs> They're good dogs, but they don't they don't exactly cut it. That's but funny. yeah. So I mean, yeah, so 
thankfully, both of you guys, you have professions that you're passionate about. Um, and like I said, like that's, that's a rarity these days. So another two things that I want to, to call out and then like, we're already just like, we're landing this plane. I told you this is, isn't going to be long. This is a fun conversation. It and it, yeah. And it's helpful to people. Um, so what has been, and, and you can both in, um, answer this individually, but what has been the biggest challenge with the career path? Um, I don't want to say with the, with the partner that you've chosen to spend the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Although if you want to, if you want to say like, Hey, if you just be honest, like, Hey, this is, this is a challenge of being married. You can do that if you want, just don't, don't upset the other person. So we'll just, <laughs> The, the question is, what has been the biggest challenge with what you've chosen as what you want to be your career path? Um, I'll go. Okay. So I was thinking about this when you were just talking about how we both had jobs that we were passionate about. And um, I always wanted to be a teacher since I was little. Um, and then when I got to college, I declared to be like a nursing major because I was like, teachers just don't make enough money. And um, I was focused on like the money aspect of it. And then I ended up switching back to teaching and I changed my major literally at least six times. No joke. Like went to the, I don't know what you call it, office and, and changed my major from nursing to teaching then I went to something in business back to teaching then I did accounting and because I was like accountants make a lot of money and I really like math so maybe I like (laughs) anyways I got back to teaching and um I learned that it wasn't about the money but I remember one day I think I've told Jake this before but I was driving in Greensboro where we um used to go to college and um, I was praying or like, I was just so confused about what, what I wanted to do. And, um, I was driving by myself in the car and I heard like God tell me, not like his literal voice, but like, just out, speak to me like you, you're made to be a teacher. So then I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do teaching. And that like, that's what I'm made to do. That's my purpose in life is to, to teach. So whether it be art or first grade I'm going to teach and I think one of the biggest challenges after like getting over the the money aspect um that like that doesn't even cross my mind nowadays it was like how can I how can I talk about God to these children when I'm not allowed to talk about religion in public schools like do I need to go teach at a Christian school or um like I've even thought before about opening up like my own little school, um, maybe down the road, but like, how am I able to like connect the two? But I was telling, I think my mom this the other day, I've been reading in Luke and it talks about, um, it was basically the golden rule when I brought it up to Jake and I was like, I had, dude, I had no idea that was even in the Bible. I don't know why I said dude, cause I don't call him that. But <laughs> I was like, it's basically treat others the way you want to be treated. And we say that all the time to kids or like just in general, like, so there are so many things in the Bible that you can connect to world things that people don't even know. So it's not like you have to go into school with a Bible to be able to show the, the kids Jesus. Like it could be in the way that you act, the way that you 
uh, react to them when different situations happen. So I think that's one of the big things, that, one of the challenges that um, I've come across in life, just thinking about ways that I can be a better teacher, like you mentioned, to kids who maybe don't see that at home and they might think, oh, Miss Lewis is different. And then when they grow up or see me out in public or they might understand why. Well, she um, follows God and she has a relationship with him. That's what made her different. So I think that's what I really want to um, portray, portray to them. Yeah, I said it right. Yeah. Portray to the kids that um, life with Jesus is different. And so, wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. So before I let you answer, Jake, I want to, I want to comment on what you just said, Brie. Um, so I've actually been in, in other countries and um, actually went to schools in other countries where it was a very, like, I don't know, like religion was a huge thing. And mm-hmm. so we were able to go into these schools to be um, like motivational speakers, but we could not go in as like missionaries or preachers. We mm-hmm. were not allowed to say the name of Jesus. We were not allowed to quote scripture, um, but we were basically there to give hope and and bring light into the, you know, it just into the environment, into the school. But we learned the same thing that there are so many things that, um, that are like attributes of God that you don't even have to put a Bible verse to, or say that it's God. I mean, it's just like, these are just the fruits of the spirit and, Hopefully your elementary age kids, I mean, they might have like the mental capacity to ask you now, because I know you said maybe in the future, but maybe even now, like they might ask you, I I don't know, they might ask you about like, you know, how or or why you said something or like why you reacted a certain way. And one of my favorite scripture verses in um, regarding that, I think it's first Peter 315 that says to always be ready to give an answer for the hope that is in you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you can't, you know, according to the state school system, you know, you can't go and like preach Jesus, but you can absolutely give an answer if someone asks you. Right. So it's like, you just keep, you keep being a light. You keep loving on these kids and teaching them the golden rule. You can call it the golden rule. You don't have to say it's from Luke. You don't have to say that um, reaping and sowing is whatever. I mean, people call it karma. Hey, you reap what you sow. That's Bible. Right. <laughs> People call it karma, but it is Bible. But yes, I get what you're saying. Like there's so many things that are um, biblical principles that can just be very practical. Right. So kudos to you. All right, Jake, tell me some challenges. Well, my answer probably isn't as long as Breeze, but <laughs> my, um, you know, so far, I really, the challenges have come at this point um, since I've started, you know, when you start to become a doctor and you know you have to be like with a patient you're the doctor you know what I mean it, it, it does bring a challenge at first because in school you're not really put in a situation where it's where it's like really like that you know like somebody has come into you to get help and you need to tell them what's wrong why they're here and how long it's going to take to get them better and so at first that was that was definitely a challenge for me I mean, Bree said I'm my third week, so two weeks ago, that was a challenge for me. <laughs> um, the good thing is, is that like you know, your education kind of backs you up, and it kind of becomes second nature. Like you can say what's wrong with somebody, 
but the biggest challenge has just been kind of stepping in, stepping from that identity of a student into the identity of a doctor. And, you know, it's, it doesn't take long to do, but it is, it is a challenge to do. And so that's what I've noticed. That's what I've noticed so far has been the biggest challenge for me in my career path is just kind of taking that step from a student to a doctor and, you know, I guess an adult, you could say. I'll speak on this a little bit too for Jake, but <laughs> it'll be quick. But I think Jake is all, like, not that he lacks confidence, but he, I mean, I guess I would say maybe a little bit. Sometimes he does like lack the confidence. Like he, he has the skills and the knowledge and everything. He, um, what do I want to say? He, I guess he, his confidence isn't there yet. I don't know if you need to put that there. <laughs> like, I thought it sounded good in my head, but like he doesn't give himself credit. Maybe that's what I'm trying to say. Like that's it. Yeah. He's, he's there, but he, he doesn't give himself enough credit where it's due. And like that makes, yeah, that's it. He doesn't give himself credit. Right. Well, you said that like perfectly because I understand that, um, you know, you can have all of the textbook knowledge. You can even have all of the hands-on knowledge. You can know exactly how to adjust and manipulate someone's spine. But it's like, it's a whole different ball game when you go from like doing it on a dummy or on a fellow student to now like, this is a real life person in front mm -hmm. of you that you are literally not just adjusting their spine, you're adjusting their whole life. Yep. And like, yeah, so that's a challenge. And that's a, I mean, that's a big responsibility, which is why you have the name doctor, <laughs> the title doctor. I think that's a challenge for me. I'm going to have to get used to calling you Dr. Lewis. Do you prefer Dr. Lewis or Dr. Jake? Um, neither. I, I prefer Jake. Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude, you have paid way too much money and done way too much work to not be called doctor. Hey, amen to the money. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Look, I, I work for a chiropractor. Shout out to Dr. Thompson. Y'all <laughs> both know. You've both been there in the office. So, oh, yeah. um, I mean, chiropractic has saved my life, has saved so many lives. I believe in it from, mm -hmm. from womb to tomb. Like, I heard somebody say that one time at a chiropractic seminar, and that, like, has just stuck with me, that chiropractic is for every season of life from womb to tomb. Mm -hmm. And so I think that you stepped into a high calling, Dr. Jake, Dr. Lewis. I don't know, Dr. Lewis. I think I might like Dr. Lewis better. Dr. Ask, Jake. ask Dr. Lewis how he got into chiropractic. Oh, yeah. How did that? Oh, because of baseball? No. I, no? Well. This is why Bruce said this. Because <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> when, I was, when I was about to graduate, because I was going, I, I took a victory lap because I had surgery and I did a red shirt and I wanted to play my last year of baseball. Mm -hmm. I didn't really know the next step in my life. And at that point, you know, I was praying about it and we were trying to figure it out. And one day, Bree, who was seeing a chiropractor, was it Dr. It Thompson was Dr. you were Thompson. seeing? She was seeing Dr. Thompson. And randomly one day she said, hey, Jake, why don't you be a chiropractor? Because he had like this, <laughs> the kinesiology background and he yeah. wanted to be like a. I wanted to be like a PT, some kind of thing like that. And I was like, and she said, well, why don't you be a chiropractor? I said, hey, here we okay. are. And I went and looked into it and I liked what I saw. And now I love what I saw, you know. What? 
It is definitely, it was the right decision. Like you said, there's never a coincidence. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. So that's, that's cool. <laughs> so cool. Um, I've got some rapid fire questions for you guys that we're going to end with, but do you have anything else that you want to say about each other, about life, about your jobs, about your families, about your dogs, um, about your toenails, <laughs> anything, anything y'all want to say before we get into the rapid fire? I guess I'll, I'll end on a marriage thing. Okay. My parents taught me and I put this in our vows. Every day is a choice. You can love each other or you cannot. And you need to make the choice to love each other every day. Love it. That's my going out. That's beautiful. I don't have, I don't have <laughs> Y'all have been such... Yeah, it's okay, Bree. It's fine. <laughs> you don't have to top everything, okay? Right. <laughs> no, you guys have been... You guys have been awesome. No need to be nervous, Bree. <laughs> Um, All right, so I'm going to ask some rapid-fire questions, and I'm just going to ask the one question. um, You can both answer. Whoever has the answer first, then go ahead and say it, and the other other one can just respond right after the other. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, What is your favorite meal? Japanese. Mm. Hawaii. Probably Mexican for me. All right. Do you brush your teeth with warm water or cold water? Just depends. Probably cold because I just turned the faucet on. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is something that can immediately bring you joy? Jake. Oh, Bree. <laughs> <laughs> That's like cheating. Jeez. You can't say it. I already said it. It's okay. Um, do you make your bed? Well, this is kind of the question for both of y'all, but do you make your bed in the mornings? Yes. I don't know. Well, Jake, so Jake's been, this is, this is an explanation. Sorry, but I still sleep while Jake leaves so that I make the bed. But when we were in Georgia and I left, he would make the bed when he got out because that was one of my like pet peeve things when we got married. Cause that's what my mom taught me. You should always make your bed because it, you did one thing today, at least if you do nothing else. You know, I lived with your mom for like a year and I noticed that every day that she always made her bed. Yeah. I did not. She and <laughs> Yeah, no that that's really that is something good to instill in your kids or instill in whoever. Right. Um all right, two more. Hang on. I have a long list of of ones so I just I try to choose whichever one I think will be better for the guest. Um Do you dress for comfort or fashion? Comfort, for sure. Comfort. Good. And what's the last movie you watched? <laughs> um, we watched... Um... I think it was... This is funny. We've been watching a lot of Disney movies lately. I think it was Trolls. Yeah, it was Trolls. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like a Disney movie. We watched some little kid movies. Yeah. That's like a, a great stress reliever. Yeah, right? That's what, that's what we would all right, last question. If you could travel anywhere in the world right now, where would you go? I always wanted to go to Hawaii, but I guess that's not well, Hawaii. I would say Hawaii. I would probably say the first thing that comes to my head is Italy. That's a good one. Okay. Italy and Hawaii. I'm, <laughs> I'm hopefully going back to Hawaii in the next couple months. That's my plan. Making, making moves towards that. 
But Italy, some point, at some point, I will, I will do that. Jake, if you go before I go, then just take me in your in your carry on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. That's all I've got. Are y'all are y'all good? Like, are your hearts and minds clear, or is there anything else that you want to leave the Church Talk Pod Squad with? So we have something for you. Okay. You know we've been we got new jobs. Okay. The past so since October, we bought a new car. We got new jobs. We got a new house, and yeah. we're pregnant. What? <laughs> Are you yeah. serious? Yes. No one knows, so we have to keep it a secret until we announce, but we wanted to tell you. So, do I, do I leave this on the, the <laughs> podcast? And we're going to announce it in February. Can you wait till then to post? Yeah. You, you can cut it out if you want, but. No, it's not going to be released till February anyway. Yeah. Am I the first one you've told? My my Good. mom knows and my brother and then his parents know, but yes, I so, just I just told your sister yesterday because we planned like a photo shoot, but no one else knows. Oh my gosh! So this is gonna be like a like an unofficial announcement when that when I release this pod squad. Yes. Oh my gosh! I have my hands on my face right now. Just saying. <laughs> That's funny. You can't see it, but oh my gosh! I'm so excited. Okay, I gotta calm down. We are too, Barry. I think my blood pressure just went up a little bit. Okay, all right. <laughs> gonna have a new little cousin. All right, I'm really excited. Okay, so um, we're gonna have to wrap this podcast so I can go like pee. Um, <laughs> yes, thank you so much for bringing the biggest smile to my face. I really needed that because my days, my last two days, have sucked with having braces, but um, but that just made me so happy. Oh my god, I love y'all. It gets better. <laughs> what? The what? braces get better. No, oh, not, not the babies. Not the <laughs> baby. Not the baby. I thought you were gonna say like it's triplets or something. Oh. I'm like, oh god. No. <laughs> hey, but you don't know. I don't know. Do we you don't know. know. It, it might be triplets. Oh. <laughs> it might be. Hey, well, what? I mean, look, y'all, y'all have done everything right to this point, so this is perfect. New location, new home, jobs, babies. This is perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. Gosh, you are going to be such great parents. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Okay. Well, I hate to end this um, episode so abruptly, but I've I'm I, I got to go get regain my composure because I think I just <laughs> like started hyperventilating a little bit. But thank y'all for being. <laughs> thank y'all for being on the podcast. And thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Church Talks. Hey, before you guys leave and start listening to another episode of Church Talks, could you take 10 or 15 seconds and just go on Spotify, Apple, wherever you're listening and click follow or subscribe or like or the plus sign, whatever it is where you're listening. Uh, That would mean a ton to me. And that way you'll never miss episodes when they're coming out on the weekends. Thank you so much, as always, for listening and supporting and subscribing and following. I love you guys so much.